And this week on the Reserves Podcast, we're talking about the NFL results. We're talking about India being competitive and one of the biggest blockbuster trades we've had in a while in the NBA. Get ready for a big one. And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. We've got a bit of spring in our step because we've just changed up our intro. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you get the listeners, boys. You say, hey, we've changed up the intro. Hey, Everyone listen. We don't stagnate, baby. We, no, keep we don't. Moving. We keep moving. We move forward. Adapt, improvise, overcome. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> okay, we're going to start off, as always, with the people's voice. So, last week on the potty... We made oh jeez Hayden died. Sorry boys. We made our uh, all time or not made. We drafted our all time cricket eleven. I won. So I won. We're going to go through. So just a really quick one. Um, I had Matthew Hayden, David Warner, Sachin Tendulkar, Steve Smith, Raul Dravid, Kevin Peterson, Kumar Sangakkara, Richard Hadley, Pat Cummins, Anil Kumble, Jimmy Anderson, twelfth man Graham Manu. Sachin Tendulkar. We had Alistair Cook. Sachin Tendulkar. <laughs> Um, he had Alistair Cook, Veranda Sawag, Joe Wardner, Lara, Richards, Jax Callis, Gilly. Uh, then the bowlers, Warney, Akram, Lily, Ambrose with Simons as his 12th man. I'm bowling teams out in the day, mate. And then Kobe came Save in with Sanhul Gavaskar, Graham Smith, Don Bradman, Ricky Ponting, Virat Kohli, AB de Villiers with a couple of bowling all-rounders, Ian Botham, Freddie Flintoff, and then Murley, Dale Stane, and Glenn McGraw with David Boone as his 12th man. I love that off-field component to your team. The... Yeah, People have spoken. Now, I will sit here and admit. Do you imagine a night out with Fred Booney? Yeah. Pooh. Well, oh. and Colonel Gavaskar. Just, yeah. you know. And apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently Donald Luck, if he does. <laughs> um, I'll sit here and admit my team probably wasn't the best, but look, I thought I was a bit stitched up. I only got one vote. Good. I got one vote. Oh, really? You only got one vote? Thank you to the voter. That's what you deserved. Oh, you. Yeah. Who you, was? Do you know who the voter was at all? Uh, he was Anthony Waters. What a good. Nah, Good young lad. Nah. Good he voted for me. Young so. lad. Mm, potential. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in in second place with three was Cobb. Ah, oh, no, I only got three. Leaving I, yes! Kobe with the best team. How did he, mate, he's got both of them. <laughs> what did both of them average? Do you know? With both the stick. Them, with the stick, he averaged 33, and with <laughs> the ball, he averaged 28. He's batting at seven. Mate, and what did Flintoff average? Probably the same numbers. Almost exactly 31 and 32. You're trying to tell me that a team <laughs> who has a six and a seven have two blokes averaging in the mid-30s is a better team. Bullshit. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Bullshit. Our current Australian skipper averages low 30s at seven. Oh, no! Dylan. <laughs> How many votes did they get? Uh, you got four. Ah, uh, yes! So I got three. Kobe got four. Yeah. Hey, Bad interaction! Interaction! <laughs> <laughs> so... The bloke who knows nothing about cricket has just won the cricket all-time draft. You, I will say, Fantastic. Cody, you have done the rounds, east of the tracks, Gosnell's boys, just going favourite component to last week's pod was Kobe going, I'm going to draft Graham Smith, and me hosing you that you didn't know who Smith was. Oh, no, 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 I was in retrovision buying a TV and the bloke batting with a broken hand. Yep. Thank you. That's cracker. I love that so very much. Very good, yeah, Cubs. Very nice, Cubs. Okay, so Tom Dorstein sends in our first... Dorstein! 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 I was in the middle of saying that he sent in our first question. <laughs> yeah. So Tom Dorstein sent in our first question. He goes, as a T20 bowler, um, no context for Cobbers. You win the game either way. So okay. you win the you win the <laughs> no context. That's good from yours. <laughs> um, you win the game either way. So this is a T twenty game. Would you rather take two for forty off your four overs or bowl uh, four overs and take none but only give away ten runs? Uh, no, go for glory. Yeah, well, wickets. That's, no, that's the thing. I'm the other way. I'm four overs, number ten. No, well, I, he said no. You win the game no matter what. So if you win the game no matter what, might as well just take two two for forty and your bowling average is twenty. No, num number for ten. Team game, mate. You win either way. Yeah, dot balls are wickets, mate. I'm really. taking. No. I'm, I'm going two for forty. None no. for ten. That's for Sh- Sh- um, Rashid Khan kind of stuff, mate. If we win the game, I'm taking four for a hundred. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. And I'm taking my four week. I'm taking a stump and I'm walking off. <laughs> All right, Virat. You're taking your incentives, In a T20, mate. I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, the next one comes from Liam Henderson. Best short form Aussie leggy. Now this is um this has done a fair bit east of the tracks oh, again. East right. of the tracks. East of the tracks, which it is. Yeah. All right. There is a certain man, now I'm not too sure if he's a listener, he's listened a couple of times, Brad Dixon. Well, you better listen more than a couple of times, mate. If you're in Come, a on, Dicko. Come on, Digo. Come on, Digo. He's a believer that Mitch Swepson 
is a better bowler than Adam Zampa. Mm. Of which I completely disagree. I do like my boy Zamp. Uh, Zamp he can is, turn isn't the he wrong the number four ODI bowler in the world or something? Yeah, that or T20. Or, yeah, I think it's... Um, Fair to say, probably. I think he's in the top for <coughs> T20s as well. What about so, Lloyd Pope? No. Oh, okay. no. Not yet. Um, so what was the actual question from so just last who, uh, Best short form Aussie leggy at the moment. I And I said this, I think Tanvir Sanger needs to have a crack okay. in the T20. So my thinking, so you play... Uh, Zampa and maybe Schwepson if you want to for the next T20 World Cup which should happen this year and then after which that get Tanvir Sanger in there mate get him in there what is his name Tanvir Tanvir Sanger that mate he's been destroying it he's been destroying it for the Thunder Sydney Thunder yep very very good leggy but yeah so oh, I, I, what I'm Ed no no, no he's 45 do, do not how old is he For he's 40 legit 40. he's been 45 for oh, 10 years yeah. shit yeah. I don't know who he plays for. Scorchers, mate. Oh, Here we go. Ashton Agar, is he in the conversation? Isn't he injured? Yeah, no, but like when talking about the best. We are talking about leggies. Was leggies, but I'll just, just make this a bit broad. Oh, I don't know. I just, I've always. I don't know. I've always had my. Doubts. I, I guess issues with. I, I think when he plays in the T 20 side, he bats a little bit too high. He's like seven. He yeah, he's a bit too high, and he's he's really he's over the years really got that that all rounder. He's a genuine bowling all rounder. Yeah, and that's the thing. Sometimes they they bat him as if he's a almost a batting all rounder. Sometimes, yeah. and he just I feel like when he comes in, he just doesn't really have that firepower to go. Mm. So I don't. Mm. I've never really liked him in our Aussie T Twenty side. I've liked him in the one day as because he doesn't need to go really that. Mate, hard, I love him. I love him in T Twenty as a bowler. But yeah, like you look. He was him as a yeah, him as a left arm offy, and then you got Zampa bowling leg spin as well, wrist spin. Viable yeah. going forward. You got Paddy yeah. Cummings, and if they pick Andrew Tyre in the T Twenty squad, mate, I'm He's, flip the table. So I'm like, I've, table. I've always. Obviously, our Scorchers fans have always loved Tyre. Yep. I've loved what he's been able to do at the death. He has a lot of variations. He's lost the plot, mate. If you Absolutely. watch, if you watch the game <laughs> last night. Um, obviously, we had a batting collapse that didn't help. But yep. He bowled in the power play. Mm. You think as a as a seasoned cricketer, yep. you wouldn't bowl the fire the the same ball five times in a row to Josh Philippi with the with the fielder. Mm. Just just like obviously, I'm not a, a I don't play cricket that mm. at that level. But you think that someone at that level could maybe bowl the ball in a different spot? Rather than five times what in a row. Do you do? What would you do if you were in that situation? I'd bowl not the, same, not the ball same ball five times in Something a row. Else. I'd bowl at the stumps every time. I'm a Glenn McGrath sort, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Philippi can bat. Just oh. another... Just, just another Perth boy. Just another Perth you could You could make... Philippi Shaw must be right, wouldn't they? You could make a, a Perth 11 out of the Big Bash teams that aren't playing for Perth, yeah. and they could probably go all right. Yeah, I agree. Philippi, Marsh, Stoinis, Cartwright. Yeah. No, Cartwright, Coul- no. Cartwright Coulton can, Isle. Cartwright can piss off on me. Coulton Isle. We don't like Hilton. Yeah. What a, a name. T20 Hilton player, Cartwright. He absolutely <laughs> Born to be a cricketer. Every single time played him. He biffs him. He smacks him. But He's like, a big man. But a laugh. So he couldn't get a run for the Scorchers, goes over to the Stars, and seems like he can actually See, go it does right. happen. Even Stoinis was a bit... So I don't know. I don't never played for us, didn't he? No, he, he did. Real oh, early. Real early. Yeah. That's yeah. like I'm talking real early. Yeah. But that, <clears throat> I feel like that could be like that could almost be from us having such like strong squads early in the comps mm. that that those real young fellas we sort of were letting slide, you know. And then once you yeah. lose your Herschel Gibbs but, and your Paul yeah, Collingwood. but at the same time, I think how um Caddo and geez, can't say I was sitting in the change rooms for this, but. Sort of seemed that the way we played our T20 cricket was not very risky, if that makes sense. It was more let's just post a total and back our bowlers to defend. And, and we could, we have, and we, we could, yeah, we could. For so years, it wasn't yeah. like wasn't like Hilton Cartwright. We needed to go out there and actually whack it. Like you have the license to whack it. Where it looks like at the stars, it's a bit more. And current T20, it's a bit more free flowing. Like yep. <laughs> how many times we've spoken about Scorchers early days, just going let's just let's just get a total on the board instead of trying to score two hundred in the first five overs. Yeah. So, but. No, good on him. Yep. It's gone pretty well outside of uh, the Scorchers stuff. So. Yep. All right, Josh Williams says, if you could have one player not be injured for their career, who would it be? Derek Rose. And he gave Brandon Roy as an example. Derek Rose. Derek Rose right up there, mate. Um, Don't even have to think about any, it. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm thinking any sport as well. Um, guy from cricket-wise, Shane Bond from New Zealand. Absolute star bowler, mate, and just constantly injured. 
Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. One, like, I don't really have much, like, I'm not even a fan of the team, but it would have been nice to actually see Paddy McCartan get on the field yeah. a little bit. You yeah. know, number uh, one pick. Mm. Anthony um, Morabito. Yep, Anthony that's a really good one. Um, here's one. It would have been maybe, a jet. Maybe a little bit controversial, arguably. Nick Natanui. I, no, I see, no I see, needs. I see where you're going there. Like, because obviously, the question is not be injured for their career. If he, if he, um, can you imagine Nick? If he almost, wasn't injured for his career, definitely he'd be one of the all-time rappers. best. Yeah, that's be. right. He would be. Where yeah. now you always argue like he made all Australian this yeah, year. Yeah, now you turn around and say, should we play more than sixty percent? But look, the drama is with Nick. The, yeah, the drama with Nick. So, oh, and I love Nick, and I think I'll be I'm nearly his number one fan. But you could almost look at his whole career when it's all said and done. And just go, I don't think he reached his potential. That's going to be one of the all-time greatest calls on this podcast. Mm. And I'm sorry, it was from Hayden. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately. To, to cut Max Gorn and yeah. to start Nick Natanui. We sat here and yeah. we, we yeah. slapped him. Yeah. We walked up you, to him and slapped him. Yay. Just another one of Cobber's great calls. But yeah. Um, the there only any, one. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else sort of flying out? These are like, oh, I'm just trying to think like tennis or anything like that. Soccer. It's been... Oh, tennis. Who, 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 kept, getting, who kept getting injured? He was one of the, he was one of the top... Oh, top um, echelons, and he always got injured. Well, geez, from an Australian perspective, Kokonakis, nah, always injured. He's well, he trash. Could, yeah, no, he's trash, but he's always injured. Yeah. Um, anyone else? Shouldn't be such a bad boy. Mm. Mm. Seems mm. like that's how tennis rolls sometimes, mm. isn't it, Kobe? Um, mm. Spoil. Yeah, Morabito's a good one. Imagine him. He would have been. Imagine him and Fifey. Oh, don't even. <laughs> As a Fremantle fan, he would have been so good. Oh, and even like he'd be. What, how old would he be now? He'd probably be early 30s now, wouldn't he? So he'd be probably... Yeah, I think he's about 28, 29. Yeah. Oh, that's a career. Just played one year for Claremont, did his knee again. So. Yeah. Dylan mm. Mason. Would be nice if he's not always injured. That's, that's Kobe Crisp. Kobe Crisp. Aiden Gobley. I didn't put my name There's a reason there. why we're the reserves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> we're sitting on the bench forever now. <laughs> yeah. We're actually changing our name to just the given up. <laughs> <laughs> the three given ups. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and this last one comes from Casey Vander. He goes, "Can we get a Cobb versus De- versus Dill debate segment with Kobe as moderator?" I actually would love that. That mm. would so. Like, I feel like we have a topic coming up in a little bit. I feel like we could get a bit debatey, but we won't make it mm. the official first one because we'll have to go behind the scenes, decide how we're going to do the debate, whether it's one go or one, yep. and then Kobe. So maybe something for next week, or oh, also yeah. we also need. <laughs> We'd need to do it right, so we'd need to come up with a topic midweek yep. that yep. we both disagree yep. on. I need, I need yep. notes. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I, likewise, 100%. I'll need notes. So yep. obviously today we won't count it as Cobb our first one. Cobb needs his context. Yes. Cobb needs his context. But yeah, definitely something we could see in the near future. And then we can just get the listeners to actually poll and say who won the debate. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I love that. Trump versus Biden kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> probably turn into that. Yeah, probably. Very good, very good. Probably ruin our relationship, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> People's voice, come back next week, bigger and better than ever. Let's go. Alrighty. First of all, we actually messed up our NFL yeah, we did. picks last week. So we just went straight off um, the graphic. That the was graphic, given. but it turns out that's not actually the winners weren't playing who we expected. Yeah. So, so, so a bit of context. Oh, For you, the audience You didn't ban it You, didn't you banned ban it last it. week You oh, didn't yeah. ban it this For week. our listeners So it's all based off rankings Alright So obviously The Rams beat the Seahawks Last week And Rams are the lowest Well out of the winners They were the lowest ranked Winner So therefore The lowest ranked winner Versus the top ranked Team Which is the Packers So the Rams versus the Packers Today and The expected result occurred The Packers getting up And getting the dub Yeah and so So we'll go through Last week um, Cleveland beat the Steelers I think you and me picked that. Yep. Thank um, you. The Bills beat the Colts. The uh, Ravens beat the Titans. Yep. That was. Yep. That was. The very Rams good. beat the Seahawks. Yep. Uh, the Saints beat the Bears, and the Buccaneers beat uh, the Washington Football Team. I yep. think I went. I think I only got one wrong. I think I might have said Seahawks to beat the Rams. I think yeah. you said Rams, didn't you? Yeah, Rams you? are going to win. Rams, yep. Rams are always going to win that. Um, so then, obviously, we went through and did our did our um, predictions for the next week, but obviously, like I said, they were all sure. mixed up. So sure, and they're pretty it much was, happening as Yeah, as it was speak. actually Rams versus Green Bay, yep. not Rams versus the Saints. So um, I'm pr- pretty certain we all would have said Green Bay to Oh, Green Bay. And <clears throat> yeah. I know the line was seven and a half minus. Yep. Um, I would have taken that. Obviously, forgot to bloody do it, and they won by about I think 14. Was, yeah, 14 or whatever it was. So Green Bay is looking pretty good, mate. Yep, and then the next game, therefore, is is it Saints and Buccaneers? Yeah, that Saints yep, and Buccaneers. So I've got to make a pick for that now, so I'm going to say Saints. The Battle of the tomorrow. Old Men. The yes, dinosaur correct. game. Yeah, the dinosaur game. Um, um, 
The so who are you going against? Sorry, I'll go to the Saints. Go. Tampa Bay. I'm Saints. Saints yep. are the best roster. Um, and then the other games we had. Who did we play this morning? Ah, uh, so you got the Bills, Bills and the Ravens Bills playing and, now. And who speak. played? Who played this morning? Sorry. Oh, that was the, that was the Green Bay game. Yeah. So Bills and Ravens. If I had to make a pick last week, Bills. I haven't seen the score so far. I think I'll go the Bills. Yep. Yep. Meaning that the Browns play Kansas City, and I'm going to say Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City. As much as I would love who Kansas City play the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the, I would love to see Cleveland win. Oh, I, I really would. Like, it would be actually fantastic for the NFL. But this, I'm going to make a little cob statement, not a prediction uh, statement. Statement. So hear me, hear me. So it's a bit of a trend in the NFL. Teams that are in the playoffs or make Super Bowls and win Super Bowls. Are teams that have a low, uh, how can I put it? The quarterback has a low, hasn't got his second contract yet, <clears throat> or he's not in the top ten when it comes to quarterbacks receiving what well, the salary is. Mahomes is going to enter his first year of his massive contract next year, which will mean he won't have the necessary pieces like he does this year around him. So, this may be Mahomes's last real chance for a little while. I think Ooh, he's on that mega contract. So you think about it. So when Tom Brady won his Super Bowls with the Patriots in like 2016 and all that kind of stuff, he was not in the top 10 earners from a quarterback pers- uh, perspective. Jared Goff, when they made the Super Bowl, rookie contract. Um, Russell Wilson was on a rookie contract back in Seattle, early days. Um, yeah, and obviously last year Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't in the top 20, a uh, top 10 either. So what you're saying is. If quarterbacks, quarterbacks are, aren't as important as they seem. No, they are. It's oh, if you have don't a Don't pay the money to the quarterback. No, you've got to pay them. <laughs> don't pay your money. Go over going to be like, what? You're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. But it's pretty much saying that those the second contract that a quarterback receives, because the, the amount they get is so high, you can't put good quality pieces around him. You've got to rely on rookies all over the board to So it should be money ball. for you. Arguably, yeah. Mm. Pretty much what the Patriots did for ages mm. with what Tom Brady was... Can we talk about how salty the Steelers were? I hate... I am so off the Steelers. Yeah. So, two things for me. Juju can go fuck himself. Mate, yeah. No, but all Brown, season... What did he say? The Browns is the Browns. Yeah. So, you... All year, all year. Did you see the video of Baker run off after you the You don't like Baker. I've always, no, no. always liked Baker. Because so, I think he's been hard done by. He's come to the Browns to want... He's he, fun. They I took, like him. They nah. took our worst team of the decade. Yep. He got drafted to the worst team of the decade. Yep. And was just expected to like... Be good straight away. No, but this and then they that, hated on him, the and now is, he's saying Browns are the Browns. Let's go. The thing that pisses me off about Baker, I don't like. Woke up feeling dangerous. <laughs> I'm not a Baker hater. I'm a hater on blokes that have done nothing that talk. Okay. So Baker went out his first season, and as a rookie, most rookie quarterbacks do okay because there's no film on them. Had a decent rookie year. Second year was talking, doing all these commercials, and ended up like playing like shit. All right, and credit That's to okay. him. Second year blues. Turn the ball Winnie off. Winnie Blues. You're the number one pick, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, when you're the number one pick, mate, you've got to be deserving of the number one pick. Like, as in talent-wise, do the eye test. You look at him play. He's not a number one pick. Anyway, onto my little segue. Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Smith every single pre-game would dance on the opposition logo. Do like a little TikTok Pre-game? Dance. Pre-game. Mm. Have a look. So ambitious. And I I'm run this there, house. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just going, who the hell do you think you are, Juju? Like, serious receiver, but, like, a bit of respect for the oppo. And then he comes out, like, last week or the week before saying, yeah, his mum received death threats every single time he danced on an opposing team's logo. So maybe stop. stop. <laughs> no shit. All right. And then goes and says the Browns are the Browns. It's like, geez, you haven't played them yet. Oh, but yeah, because that, that was before, yeah. Before the game. So and be careful, who, mate. And then who came out and said... Um, yeah. They'll so, get rolled. They'll yeah, get rolled. Yeah. That was Chase Claypool. Yeah, so... Hey, a rookie wide receiver from the Steelers. Yeah, so someone someone asked yeah. him. They beat you, mate. Yeah. They beat you, bro. Was it in a Zoom meet interview? Yeah. yeah. It was in like an interview or something. They and, beat you. And the reporter said something along the lines of like, oh, how, how do you think do, they'll go next how, week? Or, no, or like, how, yeah, how's the loss, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, like, oh, you know, it is what it is, but they're going to get rolled next week. And, so then he, okay. and, then he, and then he said they'll be sitting on the couch right next to us next week. Yeah. yeah. And I was So, like, like, how, like this. I want I, the Browns to win the Super Bowl. Well, that's the thing. I the like. Ca- they're good enough. Cleveland would get burned to the ground. That's the thing. Yeah. I like Mahomes. It's not like. Yeah. It's not like he's a bad guy, so you want him to lose. I like him and I want him to win. But geez, I want the Browns to win now. But like, the thing is, is that, oh, 
Andy Reid. Imagine they're going to they're going to lose by forty. <laughs> All this talk and they're going to get rolled. Andy Reid. I think his record off a bye. So obviously they didn't play last week. Their record. His record off the bye is like fifteen and two. It's a good record. So and against the Browns, who love the Browns. Credit to the Browns. They haven't spoken or talked at all this week. Browns, Kevin, is Browns. Browns is Browns. Old ass Stefanski, the head coach for the Browns, he's turned the organisation around. So credit to him. Yeah, very so, good. Yeah, oi, I'm, I'm on these Ravens. Big, big, mate. yeah, big week of playoffs. Big I, week want, of playoffs. I want the Ravens to win today against the Bills so bad. It's just zero all at the moment. All these, all these Lamar haters. Oh no! Nah, um, come on, come on, Ravens. Come on. Alrighty, I got a mock trade for you, Hayden. Please. Yep. Let's go. I know you said last week that's not happening, and it still is not happening. But there is there's a lot of ruffle. The, fe- the feathers are ruffle- ruffled yep. with yep. uh with uh, Deshaun Watson. Yes. So I'm going to propose a mock trade, and I want you I want you to tell me who says no. Okay. Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. <laughs> he can't say his name. I knew he couldn't. Pick, pick three, which is Miami's. Pick eighteen, which is Miami's, and then two future firsts for Deshaun Watson. Who says no? So who says no? So that's um, four firsts, including a third, and Tua, who was picked five or six or seven yep, 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 yep. for Deshaun. Randy Randy Moss. Said, <laughs> Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy. Said this morning yep. that the age of shut up, go out and play is dead. If players Absolutely. want to leave, they will leave. Yep. Sorry, can we and just... he was talking about how Houston failed Deshaun Watson. Can we just have a moment of Maybe. silence for Houston sport? Yeah. Oh yeah. James Harden forces his way yeah. out. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play and they cheated him in the World Series. <laughs> Imagine being a Houston Great native. by the way, The Edge. Have a listen. All about the Houston Astros. Uh, oh, you've told scandal. me about that. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Clutch City. But yeah, so who says no to that? No one. If I'm Houston, you say no. Ooh. Uh. Reason for that? Two is not that good, mate. You've said that. You Tua have said is that not before. that good. If you watch him play, he doesn't do anything to an A-plus level compared to like... So Justin Herbert, mate... You were oh, unbelievable. Got taken the pick after Miami. So obviously he went pick six to LA. He's a gun. And you look at two and you go, yeah, don't know. All right, so here's another. I'll give you another one, right? So obviously they have pick three. So this the, the funny thing about that trade, if it were to go through hypothetically, yeah. was pick three is actually Houston's already. Yeah, that's right. And that went in the Laramie Tunsil trade, who's a left tackle for, was the left tackle for Houston and now gone to Miami. Yeah. So here's, here's a question, right? So. Sure. They have picked three. There's a good chance that a, a pretty decent quarterback could fall to them at three. Yep. It probably is not going to be um, your boy Trevor Lawrence, but they'll get a good quarterback. Yep. If you were Houston, would you take that trade if they offered, like, th- let's just say their best player in a different position? I'm not all on Miami's oh, team. So if they offered up like their Xavier best... Xavier Howard or something If they like offered that, up yeah. their best defensive player plus that package, would you then take it? Because you can then then draft a quarterback with pick three. I don't. I don't think Miami would give up like their best defensive player would be Xavier Howard. Um, I think he led the league in interceptions. I don't think they would okay. offer that up. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, uh, like I said, Deshaun's not going to go anywhere. But that pick three, what Miami do with it, is going to be seriously interesting. Like I said, I, to that, me, that boosts their. Record. I got a little bit of flack last week actually for saying that Justin Fields could possibly fall to the Vikings at thirteen. Ooh. All right, and that. To be brutally honest, you look at the teams that need a quarterback. Yeah, he's not going to get to thirteen. <laughs> if you look at it, some someone I think his talent, his talent. Yeah. It's okay, my bills are there. It's all good. <laughs> um, he's not going to. I'm jury's out for me. He's not that good. But I could see him going to uh, Miami at pick three. But would I take? Is Justin Fields that much of an upgrade over Tua? Don't think so. So it'd be interesting to see. But have you heard the recent reports about? Some of the players at Miami had come out in the media and spoken anonymously to a journalist saying that, yeah, we're not sold on tour. The players aren't really? sold on tour. Yeah. Mate, so the we coaches just, and all that, they're all American sold on sports, him. so many divas. I love it, mate. mate so many divas. That, imagine getting that here in Australia. Imagine that. We'd, that would never happen. It would we're, we're all yeah. good blokes. Yeah. <laughs> we sink tins, mate. Or your Johnny Patton. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he had a big week? Yeah, hasn't he, Joss? But look, oh, hope he'll be his Gatorade. The great thing about Dylan. American sports is nah. <laughs> great thing about American sports is that the, even when it's the off season, there's things to talk about in their sports. Always, yeah. You look at that footy at the moment, you're sitting there going, Oh, um, Lockie Whitfield won the two K time trial for <laughs> GWS. <laughs> That's so true. Fantastic. Bro. Oh, he's going to play round one. The rookie, the rookie, uh, Finn McGuinness for Hawthorne. He's, he's, he's lining up the track. He's, he's lining, lining up the track, mate. Lining he's up putting, the competi- putting the competition best. on notice. Personal yeah, he, best. He, he broke his PB. He ran a 6'10. 
<laughs> Why do you sound like you're reporting news in like <laughs> 1932? <laughs> I know, I know. It just makes me laugh. But you're right. It's so there's so much more that happens in the American yeah. sport off season. It's oh, crazy. It, it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, Hayden. <laughs> Good <we> finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what was going Good on. Good finish. You want to talk about? You want to talk about India? Yes. So cricket. we we talking about India. India, not practice. India. Mm, what, have to, what have you got to say, mate? India. If they they will lose this test, unfortunately, but Reckon? they have yeah, they have earned my. They are the toughest, mentally toughest team to ever come to Australia. They have kind of so think. I think so, that's a pretty easy call, Hayden. You know, no, 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 blowing minds here. No, no, that that blows my mind. Nah, think about it. So think about the teams that have came here. Your mate Graham Smith. They're missing literally the like mate. half their team. So you think about yeah, it. Out so loud. they should be mentally weak. Well, I wouldn't say mentally weak, but just frankly not good enough. They should, frankly, not be good enough, all right? I'm not too sure if it's kudos to India about how strong they are or it's on how weak we are as a team, Australia, that is. So I'm not too sure yet, but you say it out loud, you have played 20 players in your test squad in your test series. You would argue that, okay, when we play those lesser players, players 17, 18, what's that, um, the chubby little right-hand Outswinger, Wash- oh, not Washington, S- not Sin, Siraj, no, no, not Siraj, but there's oh Navashan or whatever, yeah, or something like yeah. that, Navastan, yeah, something like that, but like, yeah, something you, like that. You play those two blokes, Washington and that guy that we just mentioned. I was so confused. I'm not. Gonna lie, I was so confused when Washington came. Up. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I've never seen <laughs> this. PJ Washington, oh, PJ, yeah. But um, kudos to him, mate. Mm. Like those guys getting the game, you said, and now we're not we're not going to be competitive as a team at all. But they're proven to be just solid. Just do, playing their role, really, which is fantastic. Yeah, lots. Siraj played his first game for India at the start of this test series, or second test, should I say, and is now leading their attack. The stat that we spoke about yep. earlier. Out of Rajan. Thank you. Um, I think what India's bowling line have taken 13 test wickets. 13 test wickets. Test wickets. Some of our players have taken 13 test wickets I think in ours, the match. I think ours was like nearly 1,000. Oh, well, yeah. Lions yeah. almost at 400. Stark's around 300. No, he just took his 200th the other week. Only took two hundred. Yep. Oh well, there you yeah. Go. Or, yeah. I want him dropped. Jeez. <laughs> oh, There's like, my call for the day. Like India, I bring in Pattinson if you're going to drop him. But yeah. we look at it. So you lose the arguably the best batsman in the world, Virat Kohli. Mm. All right. Everyone was saying that nah, they're going to get smoked. They're going to get absolutely smoked in the second test. Rahane makes one of the best hundreds from a yeah. touring team. Yeah, I actually said like after Kohli left, I was sitting here saying. Yeah. I, I was actually sitting here saying. The series isn't even going to count because we're going to roll them because they don't have Coley. They've come out, won a test, drew a test they should have lost. I, I just what laugh. Is... I just laugh. The media, so teams, so when, for example, Mark Wall came out and said India are going to get absolutely rolled, all right, and the whole generic Australian population goes, yeah, no, I'll agree with Mark Wall. Yep. Australia destroyed him in the first test. Now they've lost Virat Coley. Like, yeah, Australia's going to kill him. What do you think India are thinking about the whole time? Mm. They're hearing all this rhetoric that they're going to get absolutely smoked. All right, I can't roll my eyes further. (laughs) (laughs) They're hearing this, this, yeah, this chat that they're going to get absolutely smoked. Do you reckon that's going to probably galvanise them a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, would have thought so. All right, Mm. so kudos to India. Well done. Even if they lose this test, which I'm sure they probably will, um, they're four for hundred and fifty-four. Yeah, they're a massive tick for me. Toughest Indian team to ever come over, and toughest touring team for a long time. Yeah, when you say India, it doesn't really come to mind. Boomer, so your three first choice pace bowlers: Yadav, Boomer, Shami, all out, all out. First choice spinner. First choice spinner, and your second, Ashwin and And Jadeja out. Those blokes out, mate. Gone. Your whole lower order out. We should have. And you're still and you're still being competitive. Not saying winning, being competitive. It's blows my mind. Like it's just because it's crazy. Like you, you literally sit there and you think of the com- comparison. It'd be like us bringing, uh, I don't know, so Jack Jackson Bird, Jackson Bird, Michael Nisar, and Sean um, Abbott. Yeah, dead set. And like we would sit there and go, we We're are. We have not played very well though. We have. No, we haven't. We no. should, um, Matt, Matty Wade should have made close to hundred yesterday. Yep. Labuschagne should have made one hundred and fifty. Yep. They're just giving away their wicket. Yeah, giving away their wicket. Yeah. What are they doing, Coves? Giving away their wicket. Making too starts, easily. not going on. <laughs> yes. That, it's just a, it's a bit of a road, and they should have gone on with it. Yes, they should have. No, yeah, very interesting, but credit to you. Look at me, hey? Look at me. <laughs> Look at you, Coves. One thing that doesn't make sense, so sure. we're moving on from this series. Yep. Um, in Feb, 
We've got a five five uh, series T twenty uh, series against New Zealand. Yeah. At the same time, we're meant to be in South Africa playing a test series. Yep. Have am I living under a rock? Has that ever happened? Why is never that happened. happening? Uh, why is finances, that mate? That's literally why. Wait, what? So in February, we're gonna have two. We've got a five. Yeah. We've got a five. T20 series against New Zealand in New Zealand. Yep. At the same time, we're meant to be in South Africa playing a test series. Yep. So obviously they're going to be two separate teams. Yep. Well, they are, but like, why? Yep. I've never seen that ever. I've seen like slightly, I think I've seen slightly overlapping series sure. and that was before COVID where you could literally get on a play and go the next day and play. Yep. But this is literally two different series. In- yeah. It would be, there would be, so usually how they do it, they go one day or tests first, vice versa, <clears throat> and then they'll finish with T20s and usually, so we would, yeah, like you said, we're versing South Africa straight up. Um, you know, we might play a lesser t- like T20 team in the last game, and then because all those guys would have left to go to South Africa or go to the next tour. But this is going to be yeah. I know JL's come out and has been pretty angry about it, like yeah. really angry. Who plays in both Australia. those teams? Well, Steve see, Smith. that's the, that's the thing. Like, like, oh, most of them actually. I was going to mm. say not I mean now most of them do, and like. They've said how it's a good it's a good way to showcase the pretty much the T Twenty Big Bash talent. Yep. Because at the end of the day, a T Twenty series against New Zealand exciting, but what's it really for? Yeah. But it's just it's absurd. But think, like, think about it from a staffing perspective. Yeah. So who's going to who's going to be the like look the coaching setup at the T Twenty? Even like the head physios and stuff. That's like. it. Yep. Yep. So I think like obviously test is. Up the top, at the same time, we've got the World T Twenty coming up. Yeah, that's right. So, so it's a- I still, I still say though, I, I have very large doubts about the Test series going ahead in South Africa. Yeah, um, yep. mate, they think they think like we're doing the restrictions here with barely any cases, mate. Yeah. They are absolutely ravaged with COVID there. Over there, yeah. And there's just, there's just, I know it's all, you know, you're probably saying finances, maybe get a little bit of money into the South African economy. Yep. But mate, it's not, it's not smart. It is nah. not smart. No, nah, it's at all. I'll be surprised. Well, the weren't England supposed to go there? Yeah, and it got and it got cancelled. Yeah. Because mm. so within England the got first, it even worse. Within the first yeah. couple of days, a couple of England players tested positive. Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah, we we turn around and expect countries to come here, but if we're being completely honest, we are very lucky with the way. Oh, so fortunate, mate. There hasn't been a case in Australia for three days. Exactly. So All of so, Australia. So, so it, fortunate. And while it's just, it's so different, like us going to South Africa and South Africa coming here, it's just so different. Yeah. But. It'll be um, but like, and the funny thing will be, well, I wouldn't say it'd be funny, but you'd hope that we haven't picked a squad for the New Zealand T Twenty. All right, and that's all locked and ready to go, not including any of the test players, and then they cancel the test series against South Africa. Yeah, true. Won't be able to play Stark, won't be able to play Cummings, um, Matty Wade, anything like that. So, fingers crossed they get it right, but yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a schmozzle. Yeah, it I'd is. Say, same, same. Yeah. Mm. Um, just a quick one before we move on to our next big talking point. The, a few of the stars are starting to fly in for the Australian Open. Yep. And yep. mm. they're not happy. Have you seen the latest? I have got- not. But no. I know Johnny Isner's not coming out from America. There's a couple, couple big fishes not coming. Well, mate, out, he so. should, he should, he should come. Yeah, I hope because it'd be yeah. better than what's going on over there. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, apparently there was a, f- oh, there was a photo of um, who was it? Fabio Fognini and. Yep. Kareem Obuster yep. sent f- they are two of the biggest flogs in world tennis. But <laughs> who they the still- fuck is Kareem Obuster? <laughs> he's, he's a top twenty. He's a top twenty. Really? Player. I've yeah, never heard yeah. of him. Pablo. Dill's watching ATP Canada, mate. He knows all <laughs> these bloody um, players. But tennis Sandrin <laughs> tested positive. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, yep. But he's already had it. So yeah. Got so it doesn't matter when you test him; he's going to test positive because yeah. he's got those antibodies in him. Yeah. Um, That's very good from you, doctor. Yeah. Well, wow, I've been Chris. listening. But yeah, they've <laughs> sent photos on Twitter of their uh, their food, and they're having a big whinge and quarantine and this and that. <sighs> it's just so the thing for me, do I'm actually you- I'm going to go a bit off off cuff here. I'm going to sympathise with these athletes. Think about so us blokes. All right, if we got told two weeks quarantine in the hotel, all right. Yeah, it would suck, but we would get through it. I'd watch so much sport. Oh, so <laughs> much, mate. Like, it'd be fantastic. Imagine just, like, room service and stuff like that. would be awesome. Okay. In a roundabout way. First week would be okay, and the second week would suck. All right. But put your elite I would come out a very strange man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, oh, yeah. Anyway. We'll, I would we'll, dive into some very yeah, weird every, things. Every stuff. Imagine the graphics you could create in there. <laughs> oh, my word. But like, Imagine the YouTube spiral I'd go down. <laughs> How many ESPN 30 for 30s I could watch? Oh, Four no. Seasons. I would be like, aliens are real. 
Um, but you put on your elite sportsman hat. These blokes are active every single day, 365 days of the year, and they're told for two weeks to do nothing. Yeah, heading into the one of the biggest tournaments. Yeah, so they would go batshit crazy, mate. Like, and I feel for them. And like, obviously, they would be getting nutritionist well, I food. Think, I think they're allowed to go out and practice. Yeah, for, yeah, but that's it. But at the same time, they're probably doing other stuff as well, mate. Like, yeah. you know, probably sponsorship deals, something like that. And yeah, you could argue privilege, but that's their lifestyle. And like, to a very, very, very high level, nearly every single day is scheduled. You could argue by a manager or whatever. And now they're told, no, you've got to sit in a four wall room. You know, for twenty hours of a day, and do do nothing, mate. Yeah. So I feel for him, yeah. but yeah. I'm excited to see some tennis, though. Yeah, haven't, it would be nice. Haven't seen tennis in a while since uh, <clears throat> my boy, my boy Djokovic got absolutely dick by Nadal. Mate, he's but good. So off. I'm so off Novak, Shut mate. I'm so I off hate Novak. him too. I'm so off. I'm used to love him. Is Fed playing? No. Well, no. I'm not interested. <laughs> I used to love Fed's Djokovic. Done. Fed's done, mate. <laughs> Tears. When Djokovic was coming like coming through and he was winning 12th in his 13th Grand Slam, all fantastic, and now he's just gone dickhead, mate. Because he knows he's the best. He was a dickhead before, and then yeah. there was a little period where everyone liked him. No, I even I liked him. I didn't mind, yeah, I didn't mind him at all, but now he's just like this COVID stuff, like COVID was obviously being a big thing, and now I'm just going to go and have a party or whatever. Like, Yeah, but that's just, the Serbian in him, I think. Yeah, Very arguably. confident. Yeah, but... Yeah, and the drama is there's going to be question marks over whoever wins this Australian Open, mate. You're not versing the best of the best, really, are you? Oh well, it just depends who if if everyone <laughs> bar Fed is coming. Like I will admit, Johnny Isner, he he hasn't been able to play out. He hasn't done very much in a tournament for Ever. a long time. Ever, but like Couldn't if it's, if, time, it's yeah. if it's just Fed out, then I think it's still legit. But still, you're talking about a bloke that would make the semi final. You know, yeah. expectation would be. So that means you're going to have someone like a, you know, Sissipas or a Reinick or something like that that fills the void. And there's a, and I know Reinick made a Wimbledon final, but, you know, there might be a lesser sort coming through where Federer would obviously still fill that void. I think void. Sitsipas, he's the man. Pretty sure he made the semi final last year. Who? Yeah, Sitsipas. It's Sitsipas. Oh, Sitsipas. Sitsipas. But it'd be nice for Zverev or, you know, Dominic Team seems like he's Zverev. Zverev. I call him Zverev. I always have. Don't know <laughs> you why. also call Pat Cummins Pat Cummings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do always call him. He did Cummings. it again earlier. Yeah, that melts Cummings. my brain. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. We're going to move on. This arguably could have been. Does Serena win the. Is she coming out? Uh, I'm not sure if she is coming out. And if, does she win it? I don't know. I, I don't know. Mm, that'd be interesting. I don't think I don't know who else. I don't know if anybody else is coming through. That's good enough. The women's game changes very quickly. Does it's like, hard to follow like that? Osaka. Yeah. I'd love Osaka to go again. No, I don't like Osaka. You don't like Osaka? No, no you're not a fan of her, are you? Yeah. No. Um. Anyway, Naomi. We had a blockbuster, probably the biggest trade since. Or recent memory, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Like probably trade. Yes. Yeah. But if we're, we're talking trade. Yep. It's a big, big trade. But like we had pretty robust discussion on this NBA trade throughout the week, like what our individual thoughts were, and I guess we can hash it all out now. But, but yeah, so let's let's go, get it go up. Nuts so, on it, co- uh, deal. Uh, James Harden was finally traded after he turned around and um, said in a press conference, "Look, I don't, I'm done here." He, he pretty much said, "I'm done." Yep. And at at that point, uh, Houston had to trade him. They Almost had no choice. They had to trade him. You can't keep that going. There is a nice conspiracy theory that comes with this trade as well. But let's first mm, go through the trade. I'm all over that, Let, that theory. Yeah, let's first go through the trade. So Houston acquire Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, Radians, Kuroks. Yep. Four first round picks. So one. <laughs> four first round picks. Three from the Nets. One from uh, the Cavs, which is actually Milwaukee's. That's the NBA for you. Yep. And four first round pick swaps. Um, the Nets acquired James Harden. The Cleveland Cavaliers acquired Jarrett Allen and Torian Prince. And Indiana acquired Karis LeVert and a second-round pick from Houston. Where do you want to start? Uh, we're st- we're do you want to start with Houston? Yeah, start with Houston. Well, here we go. I reckon as a broad, um, we can obviously go, go into We'll spend a bit of time on this, I reckon. Yeah, but, we're going to have to, yeah. Um, who won the trade? Kobe, who won the trade? So I was thinking Houston at first because sure. they got so many picks. Sure. But after watching James Harden and today. KD today, today. Yeah. yeah. Nets? Brooklyn. Yeah. I was Nets from the start. Yeah. I'm a big believer in any trade that occurs. Whoever gets the superstar wins the trade. Whoever gets the superstar wins the trade. So the Nets for me obviously win the trade. Like you can say Houston long term might be all right, but there's no guarantee that any of these first round picks, mate, that they're acquiring are going to be any good. Yeah, no. So like, 
They're setting up for the future, and they've so, got to look after their own. But we, we spoke about the week. So the other trade rumour was with Philly, with Ben yeah, Simmons yep. going to Houston, and we spoke um, pretty in-depth on our group chat. And Philly have come out and said that was on the table. Yeah, it definitely was. Just it was those for, two. Yeah, so for people that... And Ben was not happy. Yeah, so for people that I don't know... About the trade or just in Philly? About being on the trade table. The yeah, trade so, yeah. was something centred around Ben Simmons and Matisse Tybel. That is... Sure. Almost a certainty that was what was going to be included in the trade. Yep. And if I'm Houston, Australians. If I'm yeah. Houston, I should have. I would have done that. Yeah. The funny thing is, so it's also come out that Oladipo is not happy about being in Houston no, as well. He's not. The thing is, I guess from a Houston perspective, so they're acquiring Oladipo. They're getting Dante Exum and that no-name international bloke. Rodion Cruz. Rodion Cruz. And all the first-round picks. So you sit there now and you go, all right. So those blokes versing, say, a Simmons and a Tybal or something like that. You, you you can build around a Ben Simmons, all right? He's your centerpiece going forward, but the package that Philly must have been offering must not have been as juicy. as many picks as many picks yep. anywhere near it. So, and the thing is with Houston, Oladipo's on an expiring contract. He's not going to go around. They're not going to re-sign him, no, all right? Yep. So they've got that cap space oh, to be oh, able. I think to... they'll trade him before the deadline anyway. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. But they've got the option to move off the contract, and next year they've got cap space to sign anyone and anyone. Where Ben, in a way, is sort of. You're getting him, and you're not getting any real compensation. And you need term. a certain player to play with Ben. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So, I, how would a PJ Tucker work with Ben? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? So, mm. it'll be lose some weight, PJ, and <laughs> sit in the perimeter and just hack. No, 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 no. <laughs> keep your weight. You keep your weight. Yeah. Yeah. Little man, little but geez, ben, ben Simmons and Christian Wood would have been a nice little yeah. combo. But how's that work with John Wall? Anyway, the trade never happened. But yeah. So yeah. if the the two things that I see with this is the first. I reckon four years worth of the first round picks yep. are almost irrelevant. Yeah, because they're going to be really They're going to be 25 or above. And <laughs> sure. the way, for people that don't know, the way that pick swaps work, it's the lowest pick goes... That sound them strange. So the lowest pick goes to the team that yep. like traded for it. So for example, the first pick swap is in, we'll say it's in 2023. Yep. If the Nets have pick 26 and Houston have pick 11, the pick doesn't get swapped. Yep. Let's just say we go They're eight protected. years. Let's just say we go eight years down the track when we have our last pick swap and the Nets are finally bad and they have pick two and Houston are better than them and, and they 25. have pick 25. Yep. It's then swapped. So Houston yeah. would so therefore it's, have pick two. The pick swaps are pretty much a long term play. Yes. So the first four pretty much irrelevant. Yep. The the problem I have here is that. You don't trade James Harden and not get a bona fide superstar. We do this, Kobe. I think we might have a scrap here. It will be Dill versus Cobb right here, right now. For me, you do not trade one of the arguably the best offensive players of all time. One mm. off. I didn't say the best. One off. Mm, and you close. can you can love him or hate him, but it's true. And don't get a bona fide young player. That's 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 where it doesn't well, sit just right with me. Start. So the thing that's is, what, hang on one second. Yeah, just no, one you second. Go, you go. That's where it doesn't sit right with me because at the end of the day, the first Nets package yep. that was offered sure. was Levert, Dinwiddie, and Jared Allen. Yep. They have not got that. They've gone out and got Levert, who ended up getting traded for Oladipo, yep. Exum, and Kuroks. No offense to Exum and Kuroks, they're in the NBA. They're trying their hardest. They're they man. are throw. They're throwaways. Yep. They're there, you look at it and you go, oh, they got three players. But I that's- think Dante Exum could be a starter with a good run. Nah, nah he's, he, done. he's, he's done. at best a backup point guard right now. Oh, well, fuck. At best. <laughs> so, so those two players are pretty much throwaways, meaning you've then traded... Like, If I was Houston for starters, I would have kept Karis LeVert. Sure. Unfortunately, we found out this morning that he has a growth on his kidney, so he's yeah. out indefinitely. Yeah. If he doesn't get traded, they don't have that physical... And they never find that. Yeah. How's it? That's no, no. life. How no, does that yeah. work? That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So, Victor Oladipo, and obviously, they, they couldn't have done much background info on him because after a day being there, the rumours already came out that he didn't yeah. want to be there. Um, yeah, I, I think... I'm not going to say they fully bottled it, but I think the Houston Rockets could have done a lot better for themselves. But this is my other side of the argument, is I think it, so. what James Harden was doing in Houston... And you know, obviously, fat man and um, refusing to you refusing know to play and calling his, out teammates, you, you know, know that sort of thing. The fact that there was only two suitors for the best offensive player, arguably the best offensive player of all time, just proves how much of a cancer that James Harden is. No, no organization wanted to bring James Harden like in. So to have only Philly and Brooklyn, you know, um, vi- vying for him, just proves there wasn't. You know, Ben Simmons was the only bloke they could get. 
the only bloke. And, you know, James Harden, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a gun, an absolute star, bona fide star. But there was no chance Houston was going to get a better package than what they got. You could argue, yeah, Ben Simmons, but if it was just Ben Simmons... Because so risky. Yeah, so risky. But then you've got Brooklyn and Philly who really... They weren't going to get close to a championship. No. And they've gone, right, we need to take a risk. Yep. And Brooklyn have just made the bigger risk. But I think yep. they've then gone, Kyrie's gone walkabout, we need to do something about this. We need a backup plan. 100%. We need to go get James. Well, early doors, Brooklyn were nearly out because D'Antoni, obviously assistant coach at the Nets, was like pretty weary of the Nets signing Harden. Going, you know, obviously worked with him for the last five or six years and this is what you're going to expect They would James. have had a lot of conversations with oh, KD, mate, I but, think. You know, I'm... Nets fantastic for making the trade, but for Houston, it would have been the best package available that they got because there was no one else that they could have got. I understand your. Yeah. Like, I still, just, I still just reckon that Ben Simmons. You put Ben Simmons in another package, and it automatically becomes yeah. the best package. It just shows opinion. that there are franchises who are ready to go. They don't want to be. They don't want to make semi-finals. They yep. want to win. And let's be fair. Let's and that's be fair Brooklyn. Here. They've gone after that. Yep. And let's be fair here on Ben Simmons. I think we all love Ben Simmons. The jury is still out on him. Of course he is. Course so it you're is. taking... It's probably going to be like that his whole yeah, career. Yeah. So you're, you, if you were to get Ben and the package long-term wasn't as good, you are taking a massive risk in that. So in a roundabout way, yeah, I just said that um, the picks, there's no guarantee any of them are going to be any good. But I think from a long-term perspective, they've covered themselves the best way possible. Yeah. So And I know it's coming off a knee, but can we just say as well... Nets have also managed to keep Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes. So that's... Mate, that is a six-man in yeah, waiting, yeah, mate. But yeah. coming off his knee... Um, I yeah, had this thought this morning watching them. Yep. If Kyrie just continues to be a dickhead, yep. trade him. Get a big man no, that can same, shoot. Same argument. Get what, a big man that can shoot. What or, what organisation will bring Someone in Kyrie? Who? Detroit. Yeah, well, if they take him, go. <laughs> see you later. Oh, just get whatever you can he for him. No, best for things. Because so no, now we'll, they need depth. The organisation will sit there going, so two things. So if we trade for Kyrie, A, we're giving up assets, and B, the bloke could never suit up for us. So we're getting nothing. We're getting nothing in return. So why would we make yeah. that trade? Can yeah, I also that's, that's say, I've also just got a few names here. We're just talking about the 2021 free agents. Yes. And so this is why I wasn't really a big fan of them yep. getting in all the depot just to trade in for cat space anyway. You've got Chris Paul and Blake Griffin who has player options. They're almost 100% going to be taken. They're 40 yep. plus million. Yep. Uh, you've got Drew Holloway and Kawhi Leonard. Player options should opt in. You don't they, know, but yeah, should. They should. Um, Kawhi, poss- I poss- Might be outside of his yeah. programming. <laughs> uh, possible opt-out player options. You've got Barton, Richardson... Um, Norman Power and Spencer Dinwiddie, and then just regular free agents. You got Conley, Lowry, DeRozan, Otto Porter, Porter Jr., Drummond, Orridge, and Hardaway Jr. I th- there's a few. In, there. my, in my opinion, though, um, I'm taking I'm taking Victor Oladipo. So other than the player option guys, um, I'm taking Oladipo over pretty much all of them, and Levert would be up there as well. So I can tell you right yeah. now that DeRozan will end up in LA. With one of those teams, mm-hmm. yeah. they don't have a lot of cap space. Those teams, though, he's gonna go after a you ring. Think about it. You think about it. He's about thirty-four. Yeah, he's gonna go after he'll, a ring. He'll, he'll go. And all those guys but, that you just said are player options. All of them, I reckon, nearly all of them, ninety percent of them will opt out, opt out of their current contract to get a better one. Yeah, that's and if that's and, and if, that's what AD did. And if that's yeah. and if that's Houston, that's that's. You know, that's good for for them to get their money, but then that's not improving the but, Houston team. But at the same time, so you bring in Oladipo, Houston that is, and you play him, right? Yeah, he's not happy, but you sit down and have a conversation with Victor and you go, mate, uh, we're going to play you 35 minutes a night, showcase what you can do, all right? You're obviously on the trade table, all right? We'll try to do the best possible trade by you and send you to an organisation that's competing or if you want money or whatever it might be. But then if you trade away Oladipo, you might get assets that come in, so a couple of players... Or, you know, you sit there and you just play him out for the rest of the year and it opens up the cap space. That's so right. it gives them flexibility. So that's the thing, though. The, the jury like the jury will still be out because at the end of the day, this trade doesn't really get, like, fully cemented and sure. graded until we know what happens with Oladipo. Sure. Because at the end of the day, let's just say they trade Oladipo to Miami for Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and a pick. Then it's essentially James Harden for what they've got from Miami. Yeah. If he leaves in free agency, so they've essentially traded one of the best offensive players all time for now, cap space. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this Levert deal going to go through after this kidney growth? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going done. to go through. It's, it, I think it's yeah. It's already done. It's, yeah. it's done. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad for Paces. He would be Levert would be such a great fit. 
Paul. He won't miss that long. The thing is, no. though, as well, with the Pacers, they played pretty well when Oladipo was out. So right now, yeah. it's, they're, they're, they're still a good team. They're essentially, yeah, just without Oladipo. Yep. Shout yep. out to our main man, the White Walker. Oh, Kobe, you want to just quickly tell the listeners what happened to our poor, <laughs> yeah. poor friend? Go, go with the context. So, go with the context. Hey, there we so go. His, of us picking his birthday. team. Happy birthday to the great man. Yep. yep. Uh, what for? Yesterday? Yep. Day before. Day before. Friday. Yep. So we picked his team and it ended up being the Pacers. Yep. And he's sent me a photo of him wearing a Pacers jersey yep. on his birthday. Yep. Turns out it was an Oladipo jersey. Oladipo was traded the day before. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the greatest thing I think I've ever seen. But hey, I'm not... I think... Credit to w- him. When, yeah. when we true s- fan. True fan. Yeah. I'd like him to go back. Listen to the podcast where we picked his team for him because yep. I may have said... Instantly after we picked the team, that your whole team's going to be traded. Yeah, he did. I might have said that. So yeah. go back and have a listen. Yeah. All right, I have something for you, dear. Yep. Uh, which I've just thought of. Okay. Speaking of teams in the NBA who like to take risks. Yep. As a Mavs fan, I'm there a Mavs is fan. a pretty good chance that the Mavs could perennially be a semi-final team. Yep. If they don't go out and do something. Okay. Yep. Yep. Would you rather them? I know you. You're a big fan of Hardaway, Finney Smith, just just your standard Kleber, role players. Yeah, role players. Mm-hmm. Would you rather they get rid of all these blokes, go after another star, and really go for it, or just sit back and be a semi-final? May they maybe when Luca's like 26, 27, they might go on a big run, make a champ, make a final. I tell you now, like they might never hate, win. He'll hate to hear this, but. If they don't do... Because the Mavs have never been able to sign a free agent. Yeah, with the team they've got, they they've ne- might like, never get past the semi They've never been able to sign a free agent. Don't know why, because there's no state um, state tax in Texas. So you get your whole salary. It's not taxed. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never understood why they can't attract free agents. They're a good franchise too. Yeah. And if Luke gets to 27 and the Mavs haven't done anything for him, as in bringing another massive player on top of the KP... On top of KP because, I mean... There, you never know. You could Luke could go. You never know. It's no different to the AFL. There's teams where like... Hawthorne, they try to build and they just just make finals. Yep. Or, and then there's fucking I don't know. Can I answer the question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um. This this upcoming free agency, we have a max slot, so over thirty yep. million in cap space. Yeah. I'm expecting us to go out and either get like a a good player. So I got all this list here. Go on, read mm. the list out again. So, so who would you be happy with getting out of that? And list? I guess Kobe and I can out of that lot. Out of that lot. Because I'm sitting there going, you need to get a pool, George. You need to get yeah. a... So so this is the thing. I Obviously, I would love a Kawhi Leonard, but that's all about the player option. That's sure. not happen. I, w- I would love to go out and maybe do like a... So we've got about $36 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. If we could spread that spread that over three players. decent role players, oh. I, I believe... So who, who? Who? Three role players, far out. Three role players. To fit into $36 million. Will Barton. Mm. Uh, maybe Kyle Lowry on the cheap. And Otto Porter Jr. So, so he, listen to me here, Dill. Sorry, we'll phrase that. Those three players, mm-hmm. Otto Porter Jr., Will Barton, and Cole yep. Lowry, yep. are they going to be the difference between winning a championship and not? Absolutely. So I what, don't know. So what I, you got, I, I'm so what you got to understand I is think that I'm with Dill. I, yeah. Like you, yeah. So what you got to understand right now is that the recent. There, the super team thing has now just been recreated, but yes. not many teams. Yeah. There are no, there are no Golden States anymore. No big threes. You understand that Luca is a generational superstar, yes. and Porzingis is a, is an all star. Yes. So sure, if you literally just surrounded those two with gimps, mm-hmm. then it would be hard for the Mavs. Sure. But those three players that are I just listed players. are decent players. Mm-hmm. So if you have a starting lineup of Luca, Kyle Lowry, uh, Will Barton. Uh, who else? Otto and Porter then Jr. Otto Porter Jr. Porter and Jr. Porzingis. There's a lot of defense there. Mm. There is still scoring with Luca, Porzingis, Otto Porter a and little you, bit. And you don't have Tim Hardaway anymore, though, do you? No, so I'd, I'd let Tim Hardaway go. We still have Max Kleber, Dorian Finney-Smith off the bench. We still have a couple of other players as well. It's gonna. It would be hard, but then obviously, like I said, if we cannot do that, then a package of a Hardaway, a Kleber, maybe go out and get like a Zach Levine. Poof. I'd be open for that. So yeah. deal my drama is... Zach Levine would take up the whole 36. Of course he would, yeah, he would. Oh, he's still on a contract anyway. Yeah. So but he's so only on 20. My drama here is, Dill, that sounds all fantastic. It sounds really nice. Yeah, well, I'm just but answering no, the question. But no mm. no team is going to beat the Lakers. You guys will not beat the Lakers with your current roster or with those role players. 
you guys need that third bona fide star no, to I, get over the hump against I the dis- Lakers. I disagree. You reckon? I disagree. The Lakers are LeBron, AD, V, and, you know, obviously Schroeder and Harold are good players, but another year older of LeBron James. Mm, sure. I know, and I, know I think that that makes the AD and LeBron versus Luke and Porzingis, they're obviously still up, sure. but it shortens a little bit. And then if you add these good role players... Sure. Yeah, I just I don't think a third star is necessary, but we do need to get in some better role players than it'd we be, have right it'd now. It'd be really interesting to see how you guys end up going for the season. Like they need to the do end. something right now. I, I honestly because they think could very easily take that number two it, slot. Off if of they went and did something, who us? Yeah. yeah, mate. You know, last game against Milwaukee, sorry, yesterday no that we lost by three points. We're missing five rotational players to COVID. Yeah, exactly. Like three, including three starters. That's so, what I'm saying. You can very easily take that spot off of Denver. If yeah. There's, yeah, if there's, if you can somehow get, and you've never been able to do it, unfortunately, I don't know why, but if you're able to get that I've, third yeah. star, like genuine star, all-star level kind of player, mate, well, that's that, if, that could shoot you guys if, right if Drew, up the top. If Drew Holiday or Kawhi Leonard opted out of their player options, like you said, maybe Kawhi's disgruntled, I'm... House, hmm. house, yeah. and mansion, and the yeah. key to the city. And but then hey, you go. I'm not going back to Texas. Mate, I'd love it. Not. It's all. It's all just. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. I would dead set. Love, love, love a Drew Holiday to you guys. I would oh, love 100%. That, mate. that. I reckon that's a better, honestly, better than Kawhi Leonard. I if am, you're an NBA GM, do you just sell the house as much as you want? Just go after players. Like well, cowboy, it's it's or proven. you just play it safe, like well, a well, playing know. safe. You're going nowhere. Yeah. You really are going nowhere. You end up being, geez, just a generic. Like, is that just gonna, American sports? You're going to be like, yeah, you're going to be like a Denver. If you play conservative in American sports, you go nowhere. Yeah. You, you have to go and chuck the kitchen sink at it. So yeah. I, I worry that you know the Mavs aren't going to be able to tap into a Luca and a KP potential. And I think Denver are in the same boat. They're not going to get past the Lakers. No, nah, no one will. Well, and you look probably into the future. Who's going to be the next? The, the team to beat in the West after LeBron retires and, and all that. Who's it going to be? Well, Probably still the Lakers. That, Arguably, so, yeah. That's sort of where, like, where I, you know, I, I know what you're talking about where I also disagree a little bit as well. All, unless you're the Brooklyn Nets or the Los Angeles Lakers who everyone's chasing, mm. almost everyone is in the same boat anyway. Mm. Look at all the teams. You yeah. know, maybe Philly may be a step above. Orlando's coming. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like you said, you're looking at Denver, same scenario, just two yeah. players with role players. Even Boston, two stars. Kemba's a bit iffy, mm. and then the rest are role players. Utah, Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell then Mark role Conley. players because Conley's a little bit off. So yeah, the next couple... Of, well, this free agency will be telling. A It'll lot of massive. teams have cap space. It'll be massive. I'll, that's the thing. I reckon if you just made that move, that puts you guys right up there. That that puts you right up there. And you would absolutely be kicking yourself, I reckon, if another team... Because there would be another team that goes out there and well, that's the thing, the mock, finds that player and then all of a sudden... Frogs there, was a yep. mock, there was a mock trade um, and it was something along the lines of like... Because obviously I read up a bit on the Mavs. It was something along the no, lines of like Hardaway... Um, Josh Green, our first round pick this year, two first rounders for a Victor Oladipo and PJ Tucker. Mm. I'm doing that in in a heartbeat, and uh, that's that's that third player for me. Yep, Oladipo. Yeah, I could I could see that in that system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting. We did have to say one thing though. Uh, we hope we that went, answered the question. Good discussion. Did, well done, yeah, <laughs> we we went a bit off topic. There was a bit of conspiracy theory with Kyrie. Yes. The mm. the conspiracy theory is that they deliberately made him go AWOL mm-hmm. so that Houston would not want him in a trade. Sure. And it just so happens that the day after the trade is done, he goes, I want to play now. Mm. Test negative, and he's available to play in the next week. Yeah. Mate, mm. I saw someone say this, and it's good. I, like he, This person that said, he's like, I'm not a very big believer in coincidences, but when con- coincidences keep happening, mm-hmm. they're no longer coincidences. Deal. Mm. Have we heard anything from the Nets organisation? No. Have we heard anything from Kyrie? Not no, really. All we've no. heard about is from the media. Yeah. And their, oh, he hates Steve Nash. And their interpretation. Nobody hates Steve Nash. And their interpretation of the scenario. Yeah. If you're trying to tell me that the Nets said Kyrie, like we don't want you to go to Houston, we want you to stay here, we need you to do X, Y, Z for a championship. Yep. Go on. Yep. Yep. Go and have a party. I'm all for it. I, I, it's I, your dad's birthday this hey, week? But the thing oh, is, fantastic. I laugh at you. You laugh at you. have to, like, I'm not a massive conspiracy theory man. I love to sort of delve into it and see what sort of how it works. But organisations will do absolutely anything to do the best thing by their organisation. As long as they don't get caught by the NBA, they'll do anything. That's yeah. right. And, like, like, you just, like, and it would have all just been, it wouldn't have been over the phone, over the open line, wouldn't have been in writing, nah. face-to-face, third-party kind of and shit. And like they're saying, they're saying it's just, it's just too 
coincidental that Kyrie has a spaz out, leaves, yeah. has no communication, acts like he doesn't want to play, the trade goes down, and all of a sudden he's happy as Larry. Oh, I can play tomorrow. Hasn't got COVID, so he's literally yeah. he's like been careful. Because from what we saw last week, he wasn't being careful, but yeah. really he must have been. But at the same time, I reckon the Nets wouldn't surprise me if they said, Kyrie, just go, go do your thing, you know? Yeah. They probably just looked at the individual and try to utilise what has happened before. But I reckon he genuinely fucked up when it came to the party and didn't have a mask on. That was just Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was him. That being, wasn't the Nets. Yeah. Let's just say that They right looked now. at it and they thought, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Yeah. You're bottling this. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so, hey, kudos. But the big one is that we haven't actually spoke about. So, obviously, Levert to the paces, they'll be massive. But Andre Drummond is out of Cleveland, mate. That has to be. Jared Allen is going to be the centre I like the that for them. Yeah, yep. for the Cavs going forward. But, jeez... JaVale McGee signed to the Cavs, mate. He's not going to see him Kevin minute. Love. Kevin yeah. Love. Yeah, they're going to be pretty big. I think they really like JaVale McGee. Uh, well, they signed him. The as a, as really a backup, like yeah. I think they should He's just... like their captain. That's it. I so, think... well, surely uh, Drummond back to Detroit. No, you've got to beat Plumley. I think they should... Um, <laughs> I think they should stop... Yeah. I think the Cavs should stop stuffing around and just hurry up and trade Kevin Love and Andre Drummond. Yeah. I feel like they might have been a bit... Um, I feel like with Kevin Love, they might have been a bit loyal to him and said, hey, we'll wait till the time's right. We'll mm. wait till we can get a suitor for you. Mm. No, just trade him. Get Send these him old blokes. to Portland. Get these should have been done last, last, last year. year. Get these old blokes out. You've got Sexland coming through. You've now got Jared Allen at the, at the starting. That's a good nickname. I love You've that. You've now got Jared Allen at the starting centre. Go and, go and get some You've got a future. You've got a future there. That's You've right. So Corey get rid of these old well. blokes. They're not yeah. doing anything. Yeah. So, so, except for, oh, I can try trying to 30 like and 20. Hey, so. this, this would be, yeah, not very interesting, but young, you're going to have Sexton at the one, Garland at the two, C.D. Osman maybe at the three. Kevin Porter Jr. off the bench. Yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. off your bench. You're going to have Torian Prince at the four and then Jared Allen at the five. So go go try Kevin Love and Andre Drummond and get a better four. Or yeah, a better yeah, better, get a stretch four or something like go that. Go do or, something. You know, something like that. Back up the viable backup point guard. Yeah. Who knows? Or good small forward and put Osman to the bench. Yeah, that's sucks. right. So. Well, that's us for today, boys. That's content. Kobe, do you have a joke for us? I do. Oh, oh lovely, lovely. he had a smirk on his yeah. face. Here we go. Okay. I'm really looking forward to this Cobb v. Dill segment next mm. week. Yeah, we, like I said, we have yeah, to, yeah, we no. have, to have a. Uh, oh, I'm with you. I'm, just, to, I'm already excited. We need to have a topic. Episode. Yeah. What does a nearsighted gynecologist and a puppy have in common? Oh, oh God. No. This a, could go anywhere. A wet nose. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. I don't even know how to respond to that one. That's that's not bad. But that's <laughs> actually the thing is with note. that. It is actually. Can you say it again? Can you say it, again? it is actually clever because yeah. nearsighted means you need to get close to yeah. see. It's it actually again? clever. Say it again for his coat. Or you nah. Fine. What does a nearsighted gynecologist and a puppy have in common? A wet nose. A wet nose. Unbelievable. I use, use that one. <laughs> All right. Very good today, fellas. Um, we'll be back. Possibly a Dill vs Cobb segment next week. Another cracker joke. See you later. See ya. Yeet.